Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on today, um, well, we we were gonna look for more like witch hauntings, but yeah, but there's not, slim pickings. Yeah, there's not that much. Like I thought, like when I started, because I feel like, I don't know why I feel like I felt like I had researches before and there was like crazy amounts of stories. And then when we actually got researching, you know, obviously the bell, Witch is the main, main thing. Well, kind of a few other little things, but like, yeah, about 90%. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I mean, some of the stuff, um, you know, dates back to the witch trial j- days in uh, Salem and all that stuff. And around that, you know, new England area. So there's stuff, there's ha- little hauntings here and there based off of that. But I feel like the Bell Witch was like the cream of the crop as far as witch haunting goes. And when we talk a witch haunting, it's basically like someone that like clearly claims themselves as a witch. Like I feel like like my definition of it. They claim to be a witch and now they're dead. Yeah. yeah. And so they take kind of like that essence to them, you know, after the grave and like they're haunting almost like quote unquote style is, you know, craziness like for instance, and obviously it's more darker, it's darker, a darker entity. Like the Bell Witch, for example, the f- crazy amount of stuff that she was able to do, especially on like the physical person as far as illnesses and stuff goes, you'll see kind of like the difference between like a traditional like entity, like haunting thing, and then like this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, funny enough, with our uh, haunted update of the week, mm-hmm. um, so I becoming slowly more f- proficient with my ability, but as I was that a plane, yeah, low flying plane in the middle of the fucking night. Yeah, <laughs> where are you going? Anyway, um, like I become jets. Mo- uh, yeah, probably. I become more proficient in the ability of what and how I absorb, um, or how much. And you have apparently have had some dark spirits trying to get you. Yeah, not trying to get me. I've obviously every now and then I get like a darker thing kind of, you know, test its boundaries. Uh, I have been having a crazy amount of hearing my name, though. And it's been like women. It's been uh, men's voice. It's been like a different kids. Like, it's crazy how much I've heard my name within the last like maybe week, week and a half. Um. So it could just obviously be someone trying to talk. But last night we actually had a weird thing. I was laying on my stomach because I'm a stomach sleeper. I've always been. Even when I was a kid, I always slept on my stomach and I still to this day like kind of like sleep on my stomach and hug the pillow. Um. Anyways, I was just laying, you know, like I was I was just relaxing. I wasn't going to sleep. And Isaac was like, hey, I feel something. All of a sudden from the top of my back to like my middle of my back. I felt almost like the same sensation you get when you put icy hot on. And it was like, it got like cool and then it would get hot and then cool and then hot. It was very, very weird. And it wasn't like I felt anything like sitting on me or anything like that. It was just like, or a touch or anything like that. It was just like that sensation. Um, I know with me personally, when like I am in contact with my spirit guides, I always feel like a hand, like a full hand, like on my back, like kind of like patting my back. And it's like completely different. Um, like it was a completely different feeling. Like I did not feel, and I feel like peaceful and relaxed, obviously when my spirit guides are around. Um, but it's always at the center of my back. 
And so this was like all over and it felt like, like I said, the best way to say, explain it is icy hot. Like it gets cold then hot, then cold then hot. It was very weird. So, um, actually a few nights before I was, uh, feeling around the room when you were in there and I was, um, started feeling things. Cause what I've figured out and I discovered, I think I've been asked about it on a live before is, um, my left hand can feel Mm-hmm. And absorb human spirits or non, non, non evil spirits, essentially. And then my right hand absorbs evil spirits to possibly demonic spirits, or at least can sense and feel them. So when I feel something in the right hand, I know it's something, uh, dark. Yeah. And I reach out and I pull and I can pull it, but pulling with my right is like, it's, it's like pulling, pulling, not smoke, like my left. It's like almost pulling sand. Mm-hmm. It's more of a thicker material, more more pungent. Um, and I did it before, and the one that I tr- I did absorbing whoever was that you know hurting your back actually uh, hurt my hand. Yeah, like caused like the center of my palm to be ached. Mm-hmm. Like I was like uh, like I don't know like I was like gripping like a death grip on like a on a ball or something. Just like that, my whole center of my palm was yeah. just like sore. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because our subject matter before, like, we were talking back and forth and we had been talking about, like, evil spirits and stuff like that. And it's kind of funny that that happened, like, in cohesiveness with that. Yeah. So, kind of, kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah, definitely hearing my name called, like, whisper. Sometimes it sounds like a plane. Um, I ha- I was actually voice like we were sending voice messages instead of texting and I um was sending a voice message to a friend of mine um and I am in the middle of this thing and I hear it sounded like my grandmother had said Megan um we live with my grandmother so I thought she had said like at the door Megan and I, you know, got up because I thought the next thing she was going to, like, come through the door. But I didn't hear any, like, hear anything or whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, crap. Someone said my name. And it actually caught it on the recording. Yeah, I immediately listened to it. And it, I didn't hear your name called, but I did hear, like, a... <sighs> yeah. Like a breath. Yeah. And I think because my... I just... I don't want to put her, like, so everyone can listen, but... Or, know who she is but my friend she has abilities too so it could have been too like she heard it you know what i mean because she telepathically or not telepathically but you know what i mean like used her abilities also to hear this person but yeah it was really clear it was like megan like my regular person like megan i was like whoa pretty pretty intense and other news um you know you made it or you know you're making it when you start getting some hate. Yeah. And we got a first one star review. Who threw some shade at us. Yeah. I mean, he was no. Um So and this is also we're bringing this up. I don't know because, what you mean. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. <laughs> it was um we're bringing this up because um as, a, as, a, as also a disclaimer because this is you know, when we started this podcast um, we were brand spanking new to podcasting and we started that, um, we started that, you know, in, so when we started the podcast, we're brand new to everything. And, you know, that's something that we'd like to be transparent to you guys about and say, like, 
you know, we're working on our sound quality. We're working on everything, you know, speaking on our part and storytelling and everything like that. So, I mean, we are new to this, but uh, we had, <laughs> they said, and it's kind of funny because, I mean, it said not that good in the subject. And then in the in quote, it was like amateurs, sad face. Yeah. You can hear some of the fans going, what? Yeah. yeah. No. Um, the funny thing I, is, we never claim to be pros. Yeah, we're not professionals. We don't. No. We've never like gone out and done serious research. It's just, first of all, the paranormal has always followed us. Mm. We've always experienced it. Yep. And we just wanted to take an approach where we ourselves could say, you know, yeah, we're researching some of these subjects, and yeah, we haven't experienced everything, but the paranormal is something that's in our everyday lives. And I know like every single day I deal with the paranormal in some shape or form, whether it's reaching out to people, whether it's, it's, you know, talking with other mediums, whether it's, uh, you know, feeling or seeing or hearing something myself. So we haven't done, and I never want to claim because the people that actually go out there and research and investigate, they're on another level because they're out there doing the stuff, you know? Well, we're not paranormal investigators yet. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eventually. But. But yeah, maybe that's an avenue we'll go down. Um, like I can't, I can't tell you any of the equipment. I know like the basic stuff, like spirit box and rim pods. I don't know if that's an actual thing. Do you ever watch Ghost Adventures? I do. Isn't there something called a rim pod though? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just okay, like a pacifier. So, yeah. So yeah. as far as going out there and doing the investigations, doing the research, you know, and, and trying to find, um, evidence and stuff like that no we don't necessarily do that but as far as like experiencing stuff i would say we're pretty much pros i mean i i know like me no actually i wouldn't even call us pros because we haven't dealt with darker stuff that much we haven't done i've never seen an exorcism i really don't you know want to keep telling people huh i think i said this on tuttle the interview and other hmm. ones i've been on we're paranormal enthusiasts yeah right in a sense that we are surrounded by it consistently. Mm -hmm. And me and you, individually, I think I've I've seen more. You have kind of put yourself away because you didn't want to get into it yeah. when you were young when I met you. And then I was extremely fascinated, so I learned as much as I could. Mm -hmm. And as I, of course, get older and through the years, I've been studying studying more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Especially how hauntings work, how spirits work, anything that is with demons and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Equipment that would be used from yeah. my years of watching Ghost Adventures and other paranormal shows. Yeah. And then... That's that's basically where I lie. Am I practice with this stuff? No, of course not. But you ask any like f football fan who's like extremely into it, mm -hmm. he can name me stuff that's you know in there. I would say football fan, yeah, about, about the same. Like a pro wrestling fan too, mm -hmm. especially nowadays when they're like in the know with like all the lingo and stuff. But you still haven't wrestled, yeah. So, so you, don't you know can be, know everything you can, mm -hmm. and like say, I, well. Even that's a bad thing to put an example for us because we experience stuff on a daily basis. Yeah. But we don't actually go and... We ain't made it to the major leagues yet. Yeah, we haven't actually <laughs> gone out there. You know, it's it's basically stuff comes to us. Yeah. We haven't gone looking for the stuff yet. No. And so, I mean, we can't... I mean, we can't... I mean, two, we've only... Like, we've been in the podcasting game less than a year. Almost a year, but less than a year. Um... As far as like really diving into paranormal stuff other than like on the side, still under a year. So like for me, I don't even say like my abilities. I have only started digging into them within this year. So by all means, yes, I would consider us kind of 
amateurs in the fact of going out there investigating and whatever, but I would say we're probably at an intermediate level as far as experiencing stuff. Um, I'm still, Don't I'm still, test my knowledge. I'm still a noob as far as like diving into the abilities. Have I done a 180 degree turn from the time I started the podcast till now? Yeah, I think we're pretty good as far as like, we're getting better at the editing. We're getting better at the social media side of things. We're getting better at, uh, sound quality. We're getting better at, you know, speaking, I think, and being more comfortable in front of the mics and stuff like that. Tell me, I've always been comfortable. Well, A. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, like saying a lot of ums and yes and likes, even though that's my everyday speech. Don't, so. don't, don't, uh, don't bring that out into the light. Cause the second you start saying like, you know, people are going to start counting. I know I do it when I or hear myself. Yeah. And yes, I listen to my own podcast just cause I didn't want to see if we, any EVPs, but also things to work on myself with. Yeah. I don't know if the guys at Lumas are listening to their own stuff. I don't know. I'll They're pretty good. Them. They're good at talking. Yeah. I give them that. They're yeah. good at articulation and storytelling and whatever but if you want to go back and count all the ums and likes um it's gonna, <laughs> and there's one right there for you definitely is like <laughs> my word too like definitely or in a sense or whatever hey, here's one for you essentially i use way too much essentially. and you can go back and listen to every episode and probably find like 50 of them one episode <laughs> yeah so we're learning and you know it's okay to get like i'm fine with getting bad reviews like I mean, I'm not fine with it, but I know it's going to come and it's one of those things that the more you grow, the more you're going to get it. Not everybody's going to like you. It's like, well, it's like, I'm not against. And plus we're kind of in a niche that's like, you're going to have skeptics out there that are, think you're a crock. And like I watched, there was this one psychic medium on TikTok that was legit. She was really good. She was like pinpointing things. And this guy like ripped her apart, like just totally like said she's a frock. She doesn't know what she's doing, whatever. And like, it was brutal. Like what he said about her, she did it in a very, you know, she was an older, older lady. So she, she really, you could tell there's a lot of wisdom with her. So she like took him down, like kind of rebuttaled him, but not in like a low class, like cheesy kind of way like he went after her um he did have one he does have an account where he debunks things that's his thing on tiktok um but it's gonna come in this kind of thing and there's probably i mean people out there too that are gonna say oh how can you be christian and do like paranormal stuff like you're gonna have people like that and there could be even people that just just don't like your vibe and just you know so, well, like, I don't, I'm not one for criticism, right? I like actually, and I want to hear constructive criticism. Yeah, constructive. I mean, if you're just gonna straight to go, you you suck. I mean, all right. Yeah. How does that? How's that? And I me? think that's that's <laughs> that's the problem too. I have sometimes with these reviews is like, I don't want all five star reviews because I don't feel like we're perfect yet, and I feel like five star reviews are, you know, like they're as high as you can go. And yeah, I some think, people give them more freely. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm a five star giver too. I tend <laughs> to do that. You have to be really like for me to really go low. Um, but um, like there's this one person that will give us like listen to every episode, but give us low ratings on Podchaser, and that's fine. But I can't ask. There's no way for me to ask him. Like, what is it that you don't like about us? You know, to to better uh, us. But, but, but. 
If he's listening to every episode, I don't think he doesn't that he, he likes yeah. us. Yeah, right? I mean it's not low. It's not low. We that was the first ever one star. We got like some episodes have three stars from him, some episodes have four stars. But I just want to ask him like, what would give you a five star? Like what? <laughs> All right, I'm not chasing the hug. All right. Yeah, I know that's true. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like I you know sometimes I. I don't know. I, I obviously want to know how we can improve or whatever. So if anybody listening has ways of us, uh, ideas for us to improve on things or what you wish maybe we would do a little bit different, you know, we're, we're not like a mean bunch. So you could well, send it to us in a DM and we'll kind of. I think majority of the people uh-huh. that listen to us and like us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like us because of our personality. Yeah. Like us for, because we don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Right. We don't overtake it too seriously. That's and that's and that's the point. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we together mm-hmm. are a naturally bubbly is kind of the wrong word I want to use, but not bubbly. We're down to earth. I feel like. Yeah. We're very. We're not. I mean, Isaac can be. Isaac is definitely more of the serious one. I think in interviews. No, I think in life you're more serious. Like you don't do prank. Like I'm more of. What like, does my name mean? What is the name? What. What does my name mean? Isaac? Yeah, what does it mean? I don't know. It means laughter. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. No, but I'm always like the corny one and, and stuff. And he's like, I find like a lot oh, of Oh, videos. I can be funny, but you know, you are just like straight like cringe corny. Oh my God. No, I'm not. <laughs> no one um, makes you laugh more than you. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I kind of want to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I am my favorite comedian. <laughs> See? Like that. <laughs> that'd be a sticker in our sticker pack yeah we're still working on that by the way it's gonna get out sooner or later it's gonna be like our, all of our best quotes on stickers so can can everybody figure out we're just doing filler <laughs> <laughs> no no it's no this is good conversation to have and i think you know as we start inching towards our year mark we still have a little bit but you know um more than halfway there. So I think it's important to say that. And well, hopefully by the year mark yeah. in September. No, what? I feel like we started September. No, when good we start? sir. We started back in July. No, June. It's either May, June, NYAC or July. NYAC started in July. No, NYAC started in April. That's yeah. when the stay-at-home order started. Remember oh, yeah, April right. 5th? Yeah. So... We started NYAC like two, three months late. Yeah, I want to say it was right, July. Mind, I changed my timetable because I was thinking, oh, I could probably take vacation in September so we can go back to Texas and, um, you know, do the live from the ranch. <laughs> but yeah, I guess July would work as well. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, on, on to, the to the show. Point of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Now that we're like more than halfway in. Now, I first <laughs> learned about mm-hmm. the Bell Witch from. Ghost Adventures, like yeah. I do most famous hauntings, because I mean I don't actually look for haunted stuff, and I just let it come to my way. But um, what I learned from the episode and, and did my own little research too, because apparently there's a lot of books written on it as well mm-hmm. um, by different authors and diaries from members of the family, the Bell family. Um, that oh, I was didn't a, know that. Yeah, there's oh, some shoot. diaries and stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you were telling me that, like, because I saw like a big, big, big overview of it. Um, but you were saying stuff 
Like, I was like, oh, crap. I didn't know that was part of it. Oh, crap. I didn't know that was part of it. Yeah. So we're going to go in depth with it, but here's a general overview. Yeah. Uh, the Bell Witch Hauntings, surrounded by the Bell Witch Cave, is a cave that's near a Bell, the Bell's family. Now, the Bell family, B-E-L-L, right, uh, are the ones that were affected by it, hence the mm-hmm. name. They had the Bell Cave, which was near their property. Mm-hmm. Um. Which was the main, I think the father's name was Jonathan, Jonathan Bell? No, no, no. Yeah, John Bell. John Bell. Yeah, he was actually a farmer from North Carolina, moved to Adams, Tennessee, I think is where yes. it is. Adams, Tennessee, yeah. with over 300 acres of land. Yeah. So he had a family, uh, mm-hmm. including a daughter, a, uh, a couple, couple of daughters, actually. Mm-hmm. I think he had a son. The youngest was, the youngest was a son. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had a son-in-law, which I think was married to one of his daughters that lived with him there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they started experiencing things when Jonathan's youngest son, I think it was also named Jonathan, mm-hmm. um, when him and his friend, which was like a neighbor, mm-hmm. uh, family friends, the families were friends. So yeah. the, the two boys were playing together always in the, in the, on the, the farm. There was this large mound that was uh, above the cave mm-hmm. that was near the, Bell, the Bell's family, right? They dug it up and they, well, they were digging around it and they found a skull. Oh, a no. human skull. They picked it up and carried it back to the house. Why would you do that? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> and one of the teeth from that skull fell and got stuck into the floorboards. The, see, that's the part that I never actually read that part. Yeah. Now, I don't remember, or I remember hearing, reading anything about them putting the skull back. I think they did, but the tooth was still there. That's. They probably couldn't find her. And they didn't Who give the hell brings about. a human skull? I guess it was They're that kids. time. What would you kids do in Killian, the 1800s? What if Killian brought? I mean, in now yeah, be a, I was skull. like, uh, there's a dead body buried in the backyard somewhere. But I mean, back then they probably thought it was like you know normal just to see where soldiers. Well, the kids probably thought like maybe like it was an old skull from like a long time ago or something. Oh hell no! I still would not. But the reason why spooky stuff started happening is because that mound. That mound that was above that cave was an Indian burial ground. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. It was believed that the tribe, which I forgot who they were. Uh, you probably look it up. Uh, the tribe that was there that buried their uh, families in that mound uh, believed that the cave was a uh, portal to another dimension to the spiritual realm. That's what they buried above the cave. Right? Mm-hmm. So when I disturb, oh, excuse me, I'm full. Uh, I know I always eat before, but uh, Megan always makes good food. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, when disturbances started happening, like things moving around the house, hearing knocks and stuff, and what was really starting to get weird, uh, before things started getting extreme, was they started seeing animals, strange animals in the woods. Uh, and, it, and the first thing they saw was a uh. A, a dog, well, a dog-sized animal with the head of a rabbit and the body of a dog. Yeah, that was about the size of a dog. So you imagine yeah. a, a you know a rabbit's head about the size of a dog, Mm-mm. all black no with thanks. red eyes, right in the woods. Um, it's funny enough in the diary or depiction, the story that was written by an author who got his stuff from it. There is a painting in it that shows. Now, I don't know if they saw this. But there's a painting of a uh, a donkey with the face of a man. Mm. It's in the, in the in the illustrations. So yeah, 
weird stuff in the woods. And then it started getting more extreme uh, to a point where their daughter, what was her name? Mary Bell? No, that sounds weird. Betsy. Betsy. All right. Betsy Bell. Betsy. Who the hell is Mary Bell? I don't know. Is that even a name? I'm thinking of old names from that period of time. <laughs> Go on, Sug. It's Mary Bell, and bring her to the cabin. They like they had like five names to choose from in that period of time. All right, <laughs> Mary. Sorry. Like yeah. you, uh, I guess like how like Ashley was a popular name like I don't know five or ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Betsy Bell. She started getting attacked, being slapped. Oh yeah. Being mildly possessed, and being... even like pins were pushed into yeah. her. Oh. Man. Which they equivalent to a witch. Then again, yeah. Back in that, they have a theory on, on why they thought a witch. But back in that period of time, that's automatically what you went to. You know, witch! Witch! About, about everything. Yeah. Um, things escalated to a point where one night, the son-in-law, the one I spoke of earlier, actually took a blanket and wrapped it around the entity that he assumed was the Bell Witch. Mm-hmm. He had it in his arms under the blanket. Mm-hmm. It was fighting him and stuff like that. And he was going to throw it into the fireplace that was lit, the fire. Mm-hmm. Every inch he got closer to that fire, it got heavier in his arms to a point wow. where he got close enough that it he dropped it because he couldn't carry it anymore. And it ran out of the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then they didn't really see much hauntings after that. I'm curious though why, like I know the part that and stuff that I was reading is that like her thing was to kill John Bell, which you know eventually that's what she did, but the father mm-hmm. but I wonder why him he didn't touch the head, right? It was the boy that touched the head, the youngest son, yeah, yeah, so why did she go after him so fiercely? I wonder I have to read those diaries and stuff like that from different point of views, but they all talk about how the house was. Like poltergeist. Poltergeist. I'm trying to make sure I say it right. Level hauntings, right? Crazy shit happening. It was so extreme to the point where um, doctors, um, lawmen, right? Even some clergy apparently showed up there and they said, yeah, this this place is Mm -hmm. messed up. It was actually the the most reported infamous case of that period of time. What year did it take place? I keep forgetting. Oh, what year? It was, uh, oh, they moved into the house in 1804, but That's it right. didn't start until like 1816, I believe. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember. It was like, wait, was it like early? Like 1800s? That's like not like witch kind of thing going on. But, um, oh <laughs> you scared people. Yeah. It. <laughs> uh, but no, it's still a time and period where people were, um, and I'd say extremely superstitious, but still superstitious. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, and I think that's part two why, like, which type hauntings occurred. Um, because you think whether, whether a person was a witch or not, they were getting executed. Mm. And it was like, I mean, it wasn't, it was brutal deaths. It wasn't like, you know, so if a person, say, was a witch, but wasn't into dark stuff, just, you know, like healing and stuff like that. Uh, and they were burned for being a witch, they could, I mean, that would piss them off, so their spirit would be probably pissed off. And even the dark ones, I mean, you know, into the darker stuff, um, probably still would be pissed off at the fact that they got burned at the stake. 
And I think the kind of unique thing, and you'll see this with the Bell Witch, is the fact that they go away and then vouch to come back and they come back. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if anybody that, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I just looked some, I, while you're talking, I looked something up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't remember reading this. What? Or at least hearing about this. Anyway. What? Um, in a book. Mm-hmm. Whose book? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ingram. I guess he wrote, wrote like an authentic history of the book. He, uh, said that the poltergeists, right? Mm-hmm. Cause the poltergeist level activity. Mm-hmm. His name was Kate. Mm-hmm. Right? The Bell Witch was Kate. His name was Kate. Kate. K A T E. Hmm. Um. That's interesting. He claimed at one point, uh, or it claimed at one point to be Old Kate Bats. Oh, yeah. I did read some Old Kate Bats me. Witch. Uh, and continued responded favorably to the name, which I don't remember hearing. I always thought it was Bell Witch. All right. Um. That was probably something that came later on. You know what I mean? That started by word word of mouth. Yeah, and the reason why she attacked the uh, youngest daughter Betsy, um, is because she, uh, Kate, the witch, mm-hmm. showed great displeasure about her uh, marrying mm-hmm. um, Joshua, yeah, Gardner, whoever his name was, yeah. um, whatever the reason. But she eventually Betsy broke it off of Josh. Yeah, or jo- is it Josh? Yeah, Josh. Um, and some of the activity kind of faded after that. Hmm. But then once the father died, um, which there is a thing that the father died, you had declining health. Um, he one day was. Ooh, I didn't see this. What? Um, Betsy. Mm hmm. Uh, Along with them, other seeing like weird creatures in the woods and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Betsy apparently saw a young girl in a green dress swinging from the yes. tree. Didn't say yes. she was hanging, but I mean, swinging from the tree, yeah, yeah. Weird. So I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, yeah. Oh, there was another one. Uh, I think. Oh, someone that was on the farm, I think, like, as a worker or something. Um, what was the story? Uh, people that were there helping on the farm and stuff like that. Was it James I know, Johnson? No, James Johnson was his friend. Yeah. That he had called over and um, basically to come experience. There's different variations, whether it was just him or him and his wife stayed the night at the Bell Residence. But they uh, slept over and in the middle of the night basically heard everything that they had been hurting. And this was kind of early on where, like, the the things going on in the house were just, like, basic haunting stuff. Like, names being called. This was before, like, the scratching and stuff of Betsy. It was just kind of, like, mild stuff. Like, the knocking, the whatever, whatever. Um, he did hear some, like, something intense. And, uh, he, you know, basically yelled out to it, like, who are you? What are you doing? That kind of thing. Uh, who are you? Where are you from? Like that kind of, you know, still stuff we kind of do today. Um, and he ended up, it was after he had yelled and said all that stuff, 
It was a peaceful rest of the night. And the next morning, um, he went to John and was like, Hey, you had something crazy in your house. It's definitely evil. Like the stuff you find in the Bible that you hear about in the Bible, I should say. Mm. Weird. Guess what time it is? Ad time. No. Oh. Time for a word from our sponsor. Oh. <laughs> Same thing. Anyway. Yeah. No. Um, today's episode is sponsored by H2O Capsule. The capsule for all your water drinking needs. I'm not going to do that. What the hell? All right. Whatever. Water. Um, are you trying to do a water sound? Yeah. But it doesn't work. It's not like... Weird. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, HDO capsule, uh, water bottle thing. Funny enough, I got this for a Christmas secret Santa present and, uh, yeah, I like it. And I always been hunting for a good water bottle and this actually works out well for me for working out and, um, when I take it to the gym and when I actually go to work, um, can hold your credit cards, can hold your keys, can hold, uh, your phone if you need it to. Um, can hold about, about more than half a gallon of water. So it lasts me all day. Um, I got mine in black, but you can get yours any color you want, or at least the ones they have available. Yeah, they have some like fem- more feminine designs, like pink with like. Artsy- you be cool, huh? To get like a hidden shadows one. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you want to get your own, right? Uh, you can use our code, which is Shadows Eight. Um, at checkout, either through the store or I think you can use it on Amazon, right? Uh, I don't think they can use the discount code, but you can buy them on Amazon. You can buy them on Amazon, but you can use the discount code at their website and get 10% off Woo! your purchase. So yeah, Shadows 8. Shadows 8. For 10% off. 10% off. Okay. Uh, continue what we were doing. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So where were we? Uh, talking about the stuff. What the yes. Yeah. Now, I do think there are probably places in Salem... And stuff like that. New England area that are haunted because of all of that stuff that took place there. Uh, the executions and stuff like that. So I don't know if I would classify it like though 100% that there's like witch hauntings there. There's definitely probably situations there. And if so be it, the person that died wasn't truly in fact practiced witchcraft and like, especially on the darker side, that maybe. Well, there's a man. Uh huh. Name uh, Jonathan Corwin, mm-hmm. who was a judge mm-hmm. in Salem for majority of the witch oh trials going on. Um, am I scaring you? No, it's <laughs> weird. I don't know. Uh, so they yelled, yelled anytime, like anything. Yeah, no, they yeah. they did. Anyway, um, his house mm-hmm. is called the witch house mm. for its hauntings. Right. This is the other one that's supposedly that was haunted. I don't know about witches, but about the spirits that he condemned to death. Yeah, I would. And that would make total sense because, yeah. I mean, it was very. Well, that time in general was just very violent, very dark. So. I don't call it the dark times for nothing. Yeah. This took over. You know, the whole witch trial thing. I mean, it was like two cents, two centuries that it occurred over. From, I think it's like the 15th century all the way to the 18th century. Or even further than that. Yeah. But, um, I'm going to get to my theory here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the witch of mm-hmm. Bell Witch, right? Named Kate, mm-hmm. um, referred to John Bell Sr., right? Not the kid, as Old Jack. And the witch claimed 
she intended to kill him. Yeah. And signaled this to intention through curses, threats, afflictions, blah, 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 blah. Um, I guess it, things got to the highest level when, um, she began to try to poison him. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, what happened was he slipped into a coma and died. Yeah. Um, it was basically he got worse and worse and worse. Um, cause I think at one point he actually had paralysis of his mouth. Yeah. Um, and so she, she would apparently do like crazy, like health related things to them and I, her or him. And, uh, eventually one day he slipped in a coma and that evening he died. Well, when the bell witch paid a paid a visit at some point to his wife his widow yeah um and the kids or someone like like a group of them had just been you know like i guess dealing with what was going on and they had found a black liquid in the cupboard and when they gave it to the cat to see what the heck was going on they gave it to the cat and the cat died instantly yeah yeah I, you Give it people- to your pet to yeah. see if. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, kitty, test this out for me. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's dead. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it was it. Uh, yeah, but it died instantly. Now this haunting, the Bell Witch haunting. Yeah. I said a little before that was popular and famous. It was so popular and famous, people would come around across the country to see and hear the things that moving around. They would even ask the witch questions. Yeah. The ghost of the spirit, right? Yeah. And they would answer. Sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Um, apparently, when John Bell died, right, his funeral was interrupted by somebody singing drinking songs. Yeah, which yeah, because know which. this is this is what started. Like it would start off like little bangs and you know like things in the wood, uh, wood in the house, like you know bangs on the walls and yeah. stuff like that, like little things you technically kind of hear at the beginning of a haunting. Then they actually heard what sounded like something was gnawing on the bedpost. Yeah. Right. And then it would get to the slaps and the pinches and the hits. But then they started, it was like the, the entity, the witch got a voice and, um, she, she, they would hear her sing. Then they would hear her laugh. Then all, <laughs> the, I'm pretty sure it wasn't like that. I don't know. I wish I had like recorded. Human. <laughs> that would be crazy. That'd be crazy, but, but definitely something that. Nah. I mean, this this haunting was so popularized and so famous for its time that, of course, there's a movie made. I think there's mm-hmm. several. Yeah, right? there's several. Yeah, that you can probably go watch. I've never seen it. Probably kind of, yeah, kind of gonna watch it now after figuring stuff out. But, um. Oh like, no! I what? did not know. Oh wow, that's interesting. The. That movie, I think it's a movie, An American Haunting. Yeah. That's from 2005. That's based off The Bell Witch. Did I ever watch it? I don't know. 2005. I don't know, really. 2005 um, the year before I graduated, so. It's female directed, which is kind of cool. Uh, there's <laughs> over 20 books written on the subject. Um, oh, so the, the director, screenwriter, yeah, it was all Courtney Solomon. They had a pretty big budget for it, but the release date was 2006, actually, in the United States. Um, I got a, uh, I don't know, I am, I am DB, I think that IMDb. movie, yeah. yeah. They gave it a 5.1 out of 10 stars, so. Eh, it's half um, good. It's got 
Oh, it's got Donald Sutherland as John Bell. Hey, who cares? <laughs> hey, I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Anyway. The main criticism, though, is like they had famous casting for such a standard, creakingly fake, spooky ghost story. I feel like if they did that now, like that movie now, it might be better. I feel yeah, like. I feel like if someone really, if a director really wanted to, they could make. But then when they redo like haunted stories like that, it's not, it's like they try and fake it too much. You know what I mean? Like try and make it like, oh, but like if you just kind of really like real, like what they should do is like. Go to Conjure. Yeah. 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 For example. I feel like, yeah. Like even the La Llorona movies, I don't think. Hey. What? Growing up Well, Mexican. I mean, I guess you grew All right. up. Yeah. Or Hispanic. Essentially like that. That was our goddamn ghost story of all time. Yeah. Oh, shoot. What? I saw images from the movie. Some of that stuff is kind of creepy. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, so my theory. Mm-hmm. The whole gist of this, mm-hmm. right, started by disturbing the Indigo Burial Ground. Yeah. Now, I, thought, I forgot to say this. Um, Mr. John Bell and his friend... Tried digging up that burial ground trying to find treasure. Because they didn't know it was in your burial ground until after we were told that. Yeah. They thought it was just a baby up someone's dead body next to treasure. So not only did they, the, the, his son disturb it, John Bell really disturbed it with his friend by actually digging up more bodies. And then reburying it not the right way. So that's probably caused things to escalate. So, my theory mm-hmm. is it's not a witch. I don't think so. It claimed to be it. I think it was a forceful rage built up energy created by a Native American curse for disturbing their burial ground, i.e. poltergeist, mm-hmm. and it gave itself a name. It gave itself a name and a persona that would strike fear into people of that time. Would it have strike more fear as during the Salem Witch Trials? Oh, yeah. But Salem Witch Trials took boy in the 1400s, right? No, Salem Witch Trials... 16. 1400s. They didn't discover America yet. <laughs> Which trials were between... 1600s, right? 1692 and 1693. So it was only like a, a little over a year. Hmm. More than 200 people were accused. 30 were found guilty, 19 of whom were executed by hanging. hanging. I know... I don't know. I cannot... I know I saw this movie... I cannot, or documentary, actually. It was a legend type of, like, documentary. I was weird, and I would spend time at the library when I was a kid, and I would read urban legends. I would read urban legends and stuff like that. So I found this. It was a VHS, mind you. It wasn't even a DVD. Uh, It was a VHS. I read an age yourself there. Yeah. The kid's going, what the VHS? Yeah. Well, uh, back in my day. Anyways, so it was a VHS. And it was like really crappy quality, but it had to do with North Carolina, like legends. Cause I was living in North Carolina here to be exact. North Carolina legends that terrify you. And like the somewhere, it was almost like it gave me the kind of like feeling of goosebumps. And I used to watch that a lot and read the books. So it makes sense. Um, anyways, it was about, uh, because we have a Winston-Salem here, and apparently, like, during the colonial times, because even though the witch trials were 1692 to 1693, it, the 15th century all the way down to the 19th century, 
there was still persecution of people that they thought were witches, right? And so even though it wasn't as serious as the Salem witch trials, there were still persecutions and stuff like that. And um, so this guy, I forgot why they thought he was a witch, but he killed, um, he killed, uh, he got hanged or uh, executed of some sort, convicted of being a witch. And um, he apparently comes back and gives whoever is the sheriff of that town. I don't know if it was talking about Winston-Salem North Carolina, or it's another like, it's not Salem, Massachusetts, but it's like in North Carolina. But basically he gives like the leading sheriff of the town some kind of bad ailment. Or some kind of bad, and they see him. Everyone has claimed that has been a sheriff of this town has seen the ghost of this guy, and uh, they always get some kind of weird ailment. Like maybe one might have, like one might be going blind, another one might be losing his hearing, another one might have a weird like stomach problem or weird rashes on him or something like that. Some of them might even die. Like it's a disease that you know. Yeah. Oh, do I continue my theory? Sorry. I just thought I should put that, I thought I should put that out there. I forgot. I think I said about it on a show before, but I'm not sure. Episode. So, it manifests itself as a witch to cough fear into those people, right? Mm -hmm. And it wanted to take its revenge. Take its revenge on Mr. John Bell. Why him and not the kid who dug up a skull? Probably because the kid only dug up a skull and actually dug up their grave. And that portal, if the Native Americans are true, which I always, we probably do an episode on Native Americans and how they were so connected to the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they believe that uh, the cave was an access to the other side mm-hmm. or easier access, let's say. Right. So they were probably angered and they probably use if it was an access, which mm-hmm. that cave alone has got its own level of crazy crap. Um, use it to strike fear into John Bell and his family to possibly leaving or just torturing them. Right? Yeah. And using the um, avatar, you would say, mm-hmm. uh, of the Bell Witch as a means to, you know, yeah. upset them. So that's, so, that's my theory. With this story, yeah. um, he, the Bell Witch goes to Lucy Bell and says, hey, I'll be paying your son. I'm going away, but I'll pay your son a visit in seven years. Comes back. uh there wasn't anything necessarily bad that happened, I think, with the John. I think his name was John Bell Jr. or something. He was a junior. Or Dennis and Richard. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Okay. Um, but he, he saw the witch. Like they had apparently like quote unquote a conversation, which I thought that was weird. Yeah. Why they would classify that as a conversation. Anyways. Um, but then. She left again and said, well, I will be back. I think it was 107 years uh, and visit your descendant. So that would have made it in the 1930s. And in the 1930s, there was a descendant of the Bell family, but there's no real evidence. I think he had a diary out. He wrote a diary about like his family's, like how that has transpired over the generations. But there was no yes or no that he was visited by that. So here's a question. Um, I have made a post about, I want to know, and we're going to start doing this, um, on a regular basis on our conversation topic. I made a post that you could have sent it to us in the little like question submission thing, 
or, you know, DM'd us or commented. But if you had any questions um, leading up to the episode, you submit them and we'll either answer them on here or um, on like a short little like Instagram video on our page or whatever. Um, we did get one and it was from the Bigfoot Society. So shout out to him. Um, they asked, do you think the Bell Witch is still active today? Well, going to the Ghost Adventures episode mm-hmm. that was recorded almost six years ago now. Uh, um, yeah, I can tell that because Zach was still, you know, muscular and not the skinny, frail man that he is now. <laughs> I, yeah. If there's something, there's something going wrong with him, then it's evident in his physical appearance. But we can get into that some other time. Yeah. Um, when they recorded what they did there, yeah. That place, the cave in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, you can go to the cave yeah. as like a, a tourist, which I yeah. think, why? And they tell people not to take rocks from the cave. Yeah, that makes sense. And people still do Because people have done that and have had things happen to them horribly. Jeez. From accidents to illnesses to just plain bad luck altogether to the point where they're mail back the rocks that they took. Well, see, so that kind of plays into that might just be the Indian burial ground thing. That may not be the witch itself. Well, that's that's most likely, but um, it probably is still active because the stuff they recorded there. Well, you guys, I should just watch an episode. If you, there's a lot of episodes of Ghost Adventures you should watch, but that's like probably one if you're mm-hmm. interested in the Bell Witch stuff. That's they catch a lot of cool stuff and yeah. they get a lot of like intelligent answers. Mm-hmm. But they did this experiment in the cave where all these poles that were attached to electric magnetic field uh, receptors. Then mm-hmm. the poles would light up when anything is near it that creates a field that usually ghosts give off. Mm-hmm. And the poles kept going off in a perfect circleization. Like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Like it was creating an opening. Mm. Right. So, and they would get actually weird heat signatures and cold spots on a certain spot of the wall that looked like a door. Jeez. It had the shape of a door on the wall. So, is it still active? Oh, yeah. Is the Witch still there? I don't know. Are spirits there? Yeah. Could that place be a opening to another world? Yeah. Probably. Weird. Just because of the activity the alone. The cave looks touching. creepy. I don't like caves to begin with. Well, I haven't been in one since. I would not. No, no. I'm a kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would never go in a cave. Like, this is leading to bad things. Like, even environmental things. Like, what if you don't, like, what if you get stuck somewhere? Like, that terrifies me. It really does. Now you get stuck somewhere. What if you find a path that no one ever saw before? And you start going down deeper and deeper and deeper. And you find the people who live on the ground. What? Which is okay. a topic for another episode. The Hollow Earth and Giants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where some people are like, <gasps> what? Yeah. 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 We have a lot of kind of like, we kind of did some diving deep to kind of get some topics that are kind of unique, and we found some. So to answer that question, yeah. Is, it was, uh, is she still there? I don't know. But is the place active? Yeah. 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 I agree. I think maybe not the, the witch itself, but the well, Indian burial If you go ground. by my theory, uh-huh. right? Then the Bell Witch is always there because the curse or yeah. the energy that created her is always still there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, weird. Nah. Would you ever go? Yeah. We should make that a trip one time. Where is that? Tennessee? Tennessee is Not close to us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what's funny? Ooh. Uh, Johnson, right? The 
friend to John Bell had a grandmother who lived in North Carolina. What? So that makes you wonder if family line is somehow still here. Oh, that's interesting. There's a lot of places that are intense like that, that are around this area. And that is maybe one thing that we're going to start doing is going to these places. Uh, we'll probably start local and maybe expand. You know, it's kind of hard with COVID and all that stuff. So, um, slowly but surely we'll start doing that. Like I think one place for sure we're going to start is, uh, Wilmington and there's New Bern and there's, uh, like little, like, especially like the beach area towns. Um, for sure. And kind of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. In conclusion, right? Um, uh, a story to Bell Witch has more evidence out there than anything. It's one of those famous American hauntings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too, there's a lot of hauntings that deal with that time period just because, like, it's just, it was brutal, violent dark you know what i mean like well 1800 is the wild west days we talking about dark it's it was still dark oh a lot of people died violent yeah a lot of people died and because of that we have a lot of ghosts now yeah thanks a lot guys (laughs) yeah Yeah, no it's violent during those times well you called someone your mustache looks funny Boom! Yeah, even if you. you go further, a little bit further back, like even like he, you keep going back, you keep going back, violent, violent. I mean, it's still violent now, but I mean, <laughs> like you can't just go around just. There wasn't really there's there was laws, but there wasn't really like persecution for the laws. I feel it was like called the Wild West for a reason. I know, wild. Yeah. Every time I hear Wild West, isn't wasn't there a uh, Will Smith song? Wicked Wild Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. I remember having to do like a dance to that and yeah your school, school. was lame school or no we had like a weird cafeteria dance party thing yeah that 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 was, that was like weird weird crap when you think about it when now we're older mm-hmm. how they would make us do dance routines oh yeah as a like whole grade at the end of the class we all do it and like every yeah. grade what every grade had their own like dance routine yeah. to some song right yeah what the hell was that ritual crap yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember sometimes PE would be like dance. Like, I remember in middle school, they had the option whether you could do dance class or do like PE. And funny enough, I was huge into sports then, but I chose dance. That's pretty interesting. Right. Oh, I've never seen you dance. Not like full on dance. You see me kind of, but like, I was actually pretty good, believe it or not. I was actually pretty good. I'm actually. Can actually bust a groove. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. I'm editing that out. Yeah. Uh, that happens a lot to me. I apologize. So, next week's episode. It's going to be what? Next week's episode. It's- so, n- next week we are going to be doing, I know we had promised this before, but we are going to take the classified documents. And like weird like secret things that the vatican has said that's kind of swept under the rug um because we were gonna hold off on it because of the whole like 180 days things with the ufos and aliens and stuff But they uh released it like you know three months early yeah but we were a little bit nervous because we didn't know if like more stuff was going to come out and then we'd be like oh crap we forgot these important documents you know but if that happens we'll just make a part two instead of you know and i've been reading on the gateway project yeah 
And I have, because his thing is like the alien side of things. Mine Gateway is Project like, is not aliens. Huh? Gateway I know, Project but I'm like saying you're talking. Psychic powers. Yeah. But yeah. your your research thing was a lot on aliens, yeah. like what just came out. And then mine is more of like paranormal thing. I personally have been trying to track down. I remember reading a, an article. I don't know where I found it, but reading an article about how the Vatican released certain things on exorcisms. And I have got to look because I don't know where I read that and I don't know where, but it was like, uh, they changed how they were doing their quote unquote secret vault and they released some information. And I'm like, oh, there's, there's miles and miles. Oh, yeah. Of rows of information that's yet to be released. Yeah. I know. There's, I that, know there's that. that, there's that urban and legend that like majority of the scrolls and the information that was lost in the library of Alexandria is there. Yeah. I, wouldn't doubt it. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that is hidden. But whatever we can kind of find and dig up, I will try and dig up. So. So, yeah. Next week, declassified files and documents and such. Yeah. So. Look for that one, guys. Um, I do have a Saturday Night Live, um, as always. We were mm-hmm. But our guest uh, Saturday is going to be, right? Oscar from Oscar. Um, Induced fear podcast. Sorry, yeah. I had a fart. I mean, a brain fart, not well, an actual fart. You did earlier. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. It was loud. I don't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't do those kind of things. Okay, whatever you say. Okay. Yeah, I have a Saturday Night Lives with uh, Oscar. Um, and we're going to talk probably most things paranormal and whatever else we can come up with. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess if you want to be on our, you want to have a conversation with me or Megan. Or Eventually, I will get on there. I yeah. promise. Uh, just DM us or go to the email, um, which is where? Email? you Anytime you want to email us anything, because I know a lot of people have emailed, emailed us stories and stuff. It's just hidden in the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, okay. Um, but there is, if you go into our Linktree link, which the URL is in the description of our Instagram if you go into there, there is a link for scheduling either us to go on a show, like maybe on your podcast, or to do a live with us, and you can kind of schedule it. Um, I did that just so it's easier maybe down the road when we get more followers or mm-hmm. more people that want to be on it. It's even keeled because it like literally goes by our schedule. So it's if we can't respond to your DM right away, it's kind of like still a first come, first serve kind of like thing. Yeah. You know? uh, and me and her, or I know I can talk about most things. Um, so good, Megan, when it comes to anything about the paranormal. Yeah. Or psychic media. But I'm just going to warn you too, though, because I never, like, I have never done a live by myself and I've never done so. I don't know. And, like, I know when I do, like, interviews with people, sometimes I pick up stuff. So I don't know what the heck I would pick up on a live. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, if I'm talking to the other person and something comes through, it's either going to come out of my mouth what's coming through or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that would be interesting. So I don't know. Or you want to talk about pro wrestling? Or you want to yeah. talk about metal? Oh my gosh. Um, or anything You else? and the scaring the people with the loud voice. I bring it in real softly. I make him interested when he said, out of nowhere, I'll start talking loud. Okay. You know, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So tune in Saturday for my yes. live with Oscar. Yes. Um, and next week, tune in for our episode all about the classified files. Yeah. And we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yes.